Hey guys, this is Steven, and I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, which is Anchor. Anchor is free and super user friendly, as well as it is a platform that distributes each episode to all the streaming platforms that you love, such as iTunes, Spotify, and many more. Last but not least, it also has all the tools in the app itself to help you start your own podcast today. So start your very own podcast today by downloading the Anchor app that is free as well as you can go to anchor.fm to get started today on your amazing podcast you've been waiting on to do for so long. Thanks, guys. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Poema PDX podcast. Here we are creatives that are wanting to do just uh, just simply that, talking to people that are in the creative field, and whether it's in podcasting, photography, film, uh, music, or writing. And today we have a special guest, Rick McDaniel, who is an author, a pastor, a podcaster, and he has a lot on his plate, but he's just doing a lot of great things for his community, and he just wants to um, really impact people in the best possible way. So he is a host on the podcast called Point of Impact, and he is such a great guy, and I've just heard some of his stuff. I'm really excited to have him on the show. So welcome to the show, Rick. Oh, great to be with you today. Yeah, so you have quite a bit of things on your plate which is awesome and i guess my question is what led you to start a podcast um when you have three things that are heavy hitters being a writer an author a father as well being a pastor and now you're like okay i'm gonna continue to add on to my plate with a podcast (laughs) yeah all right well so um it started probably with my two sons they were in my ear like, dad, you need to have a podcast. You need to have a podcast. I said, well, I have a broadcast. All of my messages that I speak every Sunday are broadcast on lightsource.com and video oneplace.com audio. So I'm like, I already do that. And, you know, what do I need to do a podcast for as well? So we sort of went back and forth, back and forth. And then they got me on this whole thing of, yeah, well, it's one thing to like speak at a church and it's another thing to speak to things that you can't necessarily speak to uh, on, 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 say, a Sunday morning at a church. Right. And that got me thinking. And then a couple of my staff members were really started to really get on me. You really need to do this. You really need to do this. And so finally, I'm like, okay. I'm going to do it. And so we spent several months kind of putting it together, what we wanted to try to accomplish with this podcast, how it would be different from other stuff that I do and yet the same. And ultimately almost a year ago, I, uh, today episode 50 came out. Uh, so oh, we're about at the one year point with the point of impact podcast. Wow. And that's incredible. So do you find yourself doing topics that are not able to be covered on a Sunday service because um, I know you've been covering a lot of things via COVID and then also wanting to bring like uh, inspiration as well as some kind of way for people to stay motivated like throughout their week because I think there's like a lot of things like that. So how do you differentiate between like a Sunday service message and your podcast? Okay, uh, great question. So basically the big difference is I take a, a approach that does, does not involve as much, say, the Bible and Christian, the Christian faith as, as much. It's okay. still there, but not as much. So, so say, say, uh, say young men, for instance, could listen to my podcast, even if they're not, say, Christ followers or even consider themselves religious, 
and they could they could gain benefit from it. Not just young men, but I'm just picking that demographic <laughs> because you know a lot of young guys, including my two boys, uh, listen to podcasts and and we're like, you've got to get your inspirational stuff out there. So that would be a, a major difference. The second would be, you know, you mentioned the COVID stuff. So. I have done the last, uh, say, six or seven weeks, like five different episodes specifically on the pandemic in one shape or form or another. I couldn't do that, you know, on, say, a Sunday morning necessarily. And a lot of the things I do, you know, 20 reasons not to panic, 15 practices for your mental health, Mm -hmm. these are things that, you know, are different than what you would do, say, if you were preaching a message or a sermon So it gives me the freedom to do that. And it also allows me to go off into areas that I happen to be interested in, like my background in sports. So I could, I could do stuff on that on sports, specifically football, because I, I'm a former player. My, both my boys play college ball. So, you know, all of that sort of stuff gives me a chance to get involved in, in touching on some other topics that may be of interest to me in, in, in one way or another. Yeah, and I think that's really great. And I can see that because I've heard the references in your episodes to what Coach would say and hearing that. And it's really awesome just to be able to understand that you are coming from a posture and a position of wanting to um, serve. You don't, you're you not wanting to serve um, like yourself in this. You, you said before, like the people were telling you, hey, Rick, this would be an amazing opportunity for you to be able to, to give. And they see the value in that and they see your heart behind that. And yeah, and I, I've seen it through your YouTube videos and through your different platforms that you use. And I think a lot of times like there is a lot more opportunity and for conversation to be held and had on a podcast platform. Yes. So, so how do you find the value uh, for each episode um, weekly, do you find it through your sermon, through like maybe you've seen it through your through your sons and what they're wrestling through in their current moment, or maybe with I don't know, like what are you? How do you continue to stay motivated with fifty episodes? That's incredible to be able to have that many and to be able to continue to have um, that motivation to continue to make episodes. Where does it come sure. from? No, let me. One reason I wanted to to, to come on and talk. Uh, with you today and for your audience is because um, I do think that it would be nice if somebody would have shared some of these things with me, you know, back in the day to kind of help me to understand the creative process. So yeah, I want to share with you exactly sort of how that works. Right. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I would say is I am a, uh, um, a prolific reader and filer of stuff I read. Okay. And so um, that is a treasure trove for me. I actually went back when this whole thing started to a poll that Gallup did with CNN and USA Today, 1998. Think about how long that is, 22 years ago. Mm -hmm. And they did a poll about four things that could happen between now and 2025. And do you know of the four things, one was like a nuclear uh, war, for instance, of the four things, the one that people said that was the most likely to happen was this pandemic that we're experiencing right now. No joke. <clears throat> I had that in my files from 22 years ago. I was able to pull that out, for instance. But when you want to talk about, you know, what, where do I come up with the ideas? It's constantly reading, constantly having time to think, quiet time to just really think. I believe in that 
the creative process must involve solitude and quiet to really just think about things. I'm always trying to listen to people. I'm always listening to people because they'll tell you what their needs are. They'll tell you what they are struggling with or what they would like to know more about. So I'm always talking to a lot of people and trying to listen to find out. I'm always, always thinking now about different demographics. I always think, what's the single mother struggling with? What's the young single 20-something young man uh, dealing with? What is the mother of two young children? What about the middle-aged man who's a father and a husband? So trying to think about different people and what they're dealing with and try to be able to speak to them in some way. Um, I mean, I'll keep going. You interrupt me whenever yeah, you want. No, keep on going. Um, I think that, uh, for instance, let's just look at the most popular uh, podcast I've done in almost the last year were a stretch of ones that I did for about five weeks in a row on stress. Okay. So that tells me a lot right there. Yeah. I did those six months ago before this pandemic and any of this ever happened when things were supposedly riding high. And yet of all, I, I did a whole series on success. I, I, and, and some of those were popular. They would be in say the top 10. Uh, and by the way, one of the coronavirus ones has now jumped into the top 10 uh, of, of, of interest, which is like 15 feel good facts. Like even when everything's bad, here's 15 good things that are happening. Yeah. So, um, so stress, you know, just realizing now where did the stress come from? Well, years and years of, of studying it, you know, of uh, reading about it, writing about it, speaking about it, and then finally having the opportunity to kind of, put it all together. And, and so I, I've done the stuff on uh, success and I've done uh, uh, stress and let me see what else I've done that uh, really is kind of, I did something uh, on happiness, a big series. I've written a booklet called the uh, five habits of happy people. So I did something on happiness. These are again, in, an inspirational speaker, motivational speaker, inspirational writer is always going to be thinking about things like happiness <laughs> and success right. and helping people with their problems. And um, I did a thing on drift because people can drift away mm. from where they're supposed to be. That's another big thing. So, so those, and then again, I'll be just, I did something early on about Tom Brady because you know what makes him so successful. I'm from yeah. New England. I'm from Connecticut, Hartford, Connecticut originally. So I'm a New Englander. I went to, I went to Boston College. So I have that background in the, you know the world of of the Patriots, even besides you know the popularity, but just for me as sort of a homer and 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 my always love the Patriots. So I'm always, you know, Belichick trying to understand that's a, an incredible run of success, how they've been able to do it. And uh, so those are, those are some of the things that, that, that I work on to try to have content. And then I'm a planner, you know, I'm always looking ahead, trying to plan it out, not trying to wing it. Weekly. Right. No, that's definitely the way to go. I think um, hitting in those like extreme fields and spheres of success happiness, stress, um, anxiety, and depression, those things are very uh, key because a lot of people don't understand the amount of impact that it makes on their life as they go about it. And a lot of times people want to, they want to bury and they want to suffocate their feelings when it comes to feeling stressed or feeling anxious because it's easier to just 
press on and say, I'm doing good. God is good. Like life is good. And then just, and then one day they're going to break down because Mm -hmm. they don't, they can't, they're not the capacity. They're humans. And (laughs) we have to understand that we have to be able to face these things in our life and be able to understand that, yeah, God is good. But like that should be a place that we can actually go and be able to bring our, our junk over to him because he can carry it. He calls us to, to give it to him, to give our burdens and give our weights and worries over to him. And I think like a lot of people are going to get a lot of um, impact because of this episode, because the value they bring and people are going to be going over to your episode too, just because of the fact that, yeah, as a creative field for us, like we have a lot of people that do like they worry, they have anxiety, they have lots of different spheres where they, are writing music or making films or having deadlines and they're just like okay like oh my gosh I feel overwhelmed I feel these different things that they may you know struggle with but then we can just go and have different things of positive um like audio into our ears and a mindset and a headspace where we're like hey it's okay like to feel this way it's not just a place you have to run away from it because I think culture has told us that if you are not feeling 100% okay or great all the time, then what's wrong with you? And I think that's a big lie that we need to like that. The pandemic has like a lot of people to actually go into their own healing, the, res- the right. restoration where they're like, hey, like it's okay to feel these things. Like we're in this together for the first time in history. We're actually all in- encountering and impacting the same exact thing, which is great. And I know that I'm almost 30 years old and be able to hear about um, the 1998 pandemic being in this sphere is crazy. Like to even think that that was projected or even thought about would be, I don't know, like that kind of blows my mind to hear um, (laughs) that that would, that that would be something that would come into play in, you know, years to come. And you're just like, wait, what? Like the whole world's going to shut down. We're going to be at a place where 30 million people lost their jobs and there's all these different like areas where we're like, okay, like how do we become a one community, one body and like love each other and actually like still operate as a, as a country, operate as a community and as family and believers. And like, how do we stay in that mindset? I think that's really awesome that you have that this podcast because I think people like sure like it's very easy to be in this sphere of like positivity and you know being that encouraging word because there's so many podcasts out there that are like hey like have a good mindset hey like be (laughs) all these different things but I think what you're doing is you're taking on different topics not just saying okay this is my meditational podcast like you're saying this is my podcast and I want to create impact in every single person's like life and hearing that you want to reach all demographics is a very huge responsibility. Like, and then completely hats off to you because, you know, reaching the older, the younger, the millennial, the Gen Xers, all the different kinds of things. And also like athletes is a lot. It's a lot to take in because you're looking at the whole demographic and wanting to be like, okay, like let's just continue to read, to learn, to grow with everyone. And I think that's, a really honorable thing as well as a very like I don't know like how do you how do you want like I guess how do you like think you can make 
that like impact on people's life? Like, do you just like say, okay, like I'm gonna open this to everyone and create their mindset to like understand this from like let's just say a millennials like perspective? You're gonna like reach to them because a lot of times the millennials are the ones that are like not they're easily bored. They're easily to like keep on like moving forward and things, and like they don't want to like stay consistent with things. So you're like, okay, like I'm gonna just touch on the millennials. And then I'm going to open the conversation to, to whoever I want to, to hear it. And then, you know, kind of like, are you wanting to just continue to keep it general and, or generally specific? This is a really weird question. I'm trying to figure it out on my own here. So let's just see here. So are you wanting to, um, reach everyone and also reach, um, yeah, reach everyone, but also reaching a specific demographic at the okay. same time. So let's think of it like this. A diamond mm-hmm. has these different facets, right? It's one thing, a diamond, but it has different facets. So let's say there's a truth that I'm trying to, to get across. Then I just try to think of the different groups of people and individuals as different facets and I just need to show it a little differently so it can connect more with a millennial and then this one with maybe more of a boomer and this one more of a woman, this more of a man, someone who's younger, someone's older. So I'm just trying to take the same thing and just try to just speak in a little different way where it can connect and resonate. And of course, this is the benefit of being a pastor for years is because I know all these people, I know all these demographics. I've, worked with and ministered to all kinds of folks. And so I understand how folks, I sat with people, I, I, I've gone through things with them. So I, I, I've learned, I've learned about that. I do want to say one other thing before, before I leave that creative process. That's really important. Yeah, please. And that is God is the creator. Mm-hmm. So all creativity ultimately emanates from him. So it's very appropriate to say something like this, God help me. Give me creative, creative ideas. Exactly. Give me creative thoughts Amen. and help me to be aware and to see things. Now I pray that prayer all the time. Mm. And one of the things that's happened, I have a weekly devotional that comes out as well every Wednesday and people can go to my rickmcdaniel.com website and mm-hmm. they can sign up for that. And those devotionals, a lot of them are from experiences that I have where I am looking for what might God be saying in something like this. So I, I've written a, a, a lot of these have to do with travels that I've taken. I've been all over the world, six continents, 30 something countries. So I've experienced a lot of things, seen a lot of things, but when you go to these places, it's like, wow, what is it like to experience even, or like a national park or something like that? And so like last summer, I was in Acadia in Mm -hmm. Maine, the national park on the top of Cadillac mountain, the first sunrise in America. Right. So I'm just like, wow, what, what, you know, what, what, what could I say about this that might inspire people? And actually that was about like, even though I'm a guy who likes to be first and is very competitive and I wanted to get up there to be the first guy to see the sunrise, guess what? There were like 500 other people up there. (laughs) So, you know, it turns out that, you know, you can't always be first. And what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And so just having these, or, or I was in the Paris and I was at the Louvre and I was just looking at all these incredible 
pieces of, of art and saw, you know, the Mona Lisa and just really just seeing it like I've seen it, of course, but actually being in the room with it, kind of getting the perspective of what's behind it, instead of focusing just on the portrait, what's behind it. And just, it just opened up my mind and just God gave me some creative thoughts. So I think that you can come up with some really good stuff for songwriting, for uh, screenplays, you can come for novels, uh, right. for nonfiction work. Mm-hmm. You can come up with some really good stuff if you ask God to help you to, to show you things, to enlighten you, to bring the light on so that you can see something or even what you're going through, what you're experiencing. What, what is it in this pain that maybe you could make the pain have a purpose and they could end up helping other people? That's so good, Rick. I think that's like the most important thing for people to see is that all these things in life that we're going through right now, and even before this, they all have purpose. They all have a reason. And to be able to look at it in that perspective will always bring a light into that dark place. And I think once we allow the light to come in, like obviously darkness cannot overcome it. So within that context, understanding that yeah, we're in a pandemic. Yes, things are really hard. But asking the bigger question is, what is God doing in the midst of the pandemic? What is happening throughout it? How can we as believers, as people come together to glorify God in the best possible way? Does that mean that we have to reorient and realign ourselves with the Lord? Yes, completely. Because a lot of times we have been at a place where we're chasing the world And God's saying, hey, look, let's come back to the basics. Let's come back to the beginning of what I created you to be. And um, Poema roots from um, Ephesians 2.10, which talks about how God predestined all men to be in like in his workmanship and that he can walk in those works that he's already like created for us to to do before we were even born. And um, and also the word means workmanship. And I think as a Christian creative space, we have this amazing opportunity to be able to display and uh, grow together as we are living our God called like pursuit and passion for him. Like it's not about us. It's never been about us. It's about Jesus. It's about us making him known and him being glorified throughout the earth, wherever we're at, whatever we're going through as people. And I think when we look at it, look at his creation, we look at his artwork, like his masterpiece. It's amazing that we can, be inspired we can be like wow okay even though i'm a photographer or i'm an artist i look outside and i'm like dang like this is the most amazing sunset right. sunrise yes. like, the mountains yeah. the oceans you're like i don't know if i could ever get to that point but like i want to do my best to be able to to imitate and to emulate what god is doing already and to like, have yeah. that be my complete inspiration well, that, that would be another part of the creative process then is exposing yourself to these things, you know, purposely, intentionally exposing yourself to environments that spark creativity. Mm-hmm. And so I love to go to these national parks because I, exactly I, I have. In fact, I haven't done it yet in my podcast, but I, I have written about it and spoken about it. Awe, you know, have experiencing awe, A-W-E. Yeah. yeah. What that does for a person. And so 
it's fascinating just getting those places. And like you talk about the, the, from the, the word, the Greek word that you got your podcast workmanship, God's. So that's why art going to art museums. And I've been, man, I've been fortunate. I've been to almost all of the biggies all around the world from wow. the Hermitage in St. Petersburg, Russia to the Louvre, to the Vatican. You know, I've been able to see some amazing stuff and it is incredibly inspiring. And I do think that, uh, you know, you mentioned photography. I think that um, I really have grown to just really appreciate photography and how you can take pictures that really can just capture some fantastic moments, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and if I had a little more time, I, I take some <laughs> photography classes cause I, I really, I'd like to know how to do it more. Cause it's, it's, you know, the, the, the resources we have now that the kind of equipment that's available, it's so amazing, right? I mean, yeah. some of it's right in your pocket. It's just incredible. The sort of pictures you can take in my early days of traveling, I didn't even take pictures. I was like, wow, what did I miss out on? I could have, but, you know, just, just get, in your, get yourself in places that you can just really uh, experience things that will help you and spark your creativity for sure. Yeah, I think that's an amazing word of advice to be able to give to other people um, just because, yeah, like we need, even though right now, obviously we can't go out and enjoy these things, like once it's all lifts, you know, um, we'll have the opportunity to be able to go and be inspired. And I think right now, like whether we can visualize it or not, like we have actually the silence that we need as creatives to be able to yes. like press in and be like, okay, like I need to silence my, my brain so I can actually have creativity come out of it and be in a place where I might be able to, for the first time, have the guts or have the purpose, um, through this to be like, Hey, I need to go pursue photography or ministry or need to go pursue a different field completely vocationally and understanding that, yeah, maybe the things that you were laid off from was totally God's will for you to like, be like, Hey, actually, I don't want, I want you to go to something else. I want you to like pursue something that's going to actually glorify me more. And I think a lot of times, even though, yes, like it's really like heartbreaking for like all the people that haven't laid off, like, but, like there's always purpose in pain. There's always this greater reason for things to happen. And I think if we stop like looking at it as like a, woe is me and like actually turn into like a, Hey God, like, what are you doing? And like actually putting it into a purposeful prayer and purposeful action, we are going to see so much more light and so much more hope come into this. And I think that's what we as people are seeing more and more, as we are going. Um, yeah. And we'll see more and more. I mean, the will, we will see more and more of that in the days to come yeah. that, that, you know, sometimes God moves us out of our comfort zone and, and we go through a hard time, but the end result is something better. And the Bible is filled with those stories. Yeah. And frankly, history is filled with those stories mm-hmm. of exactly that. And no one signs up for a pandemic, you know, <laughs> right. raises their hand and says, Oh, I'd like to suffer. But in the midst of that mm-hmm. can come some, some, some preparation that prepares us for yeah. something new that, that God might have for us in our lives. But uh, I tell you, it's, it, it's so important you know, to just have an, a, 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 a stance of intentionality and say, you know, I'm not going to waste this. I'm not going to waste the weight. Do not waste the weight while you're waiting. You know, what can you 
what can you what can you be doing, preparing for, working on? And and again, I just can't stress enough the value of of you know, just sitting on my desk here, there's files, there's all these articles, you know, I mean, it's, the, the, there's just, there's just a, a value that comes in something grabs your attention, it grabs your eye, you know, that's, don't just whip by it, you know, there's a reason for that, pursue that. Yeah, be intentional with it. So Rick, you have written a book, you have seven books, seven books. All right, please, yeah. like, Please give some people that like resources to be able to reach out to them and get them. Are they on Amazon or are they Kindle? Like how do they get your books? Sure. And they call them. Sure. So, um, yeah, my latest book is called You Got Style. Okay. How discovering your personal style impacts your faith, family, finances, and much more. And that book is about how everyone has a financial style, a learning style, a thinking style, a spiritual style, a decision style, a time style, a work style, that we all have these. And so I just did a bunch of research over a number of years about all this, all of this, and then put it all in a book. And I cover all those different styles. And then there's an inventory at the end of each chapter to help you self-identify. Of course, it's great to do with your friends or your family or your spouse because you can learn about each other. People do this with their, they'll even take their whole team or department at work and they'll all go through it so they can learn each other better. Uh, It's it's very, very helpful on multiple, multiple, multiple levels. So really excited about that. And... Of course, at my rickmcdaniel.com website, you can get that book. You can certainly get it on Amazon or Barnes and Noble or Christian book distributors, wherever else you want to go to get your books. What's nice about that is it's, it's a, it's a hard cover. It's soft cover. It's an ebook and it's an audio book, all four. So whatever way you want to do it, there, there's a book for you. I wrote, I've written two books on comebacks. One called uh, Comeback, Overcoming the Setbacks in Your Life. Another called Turn Your Setbacks into Comebacks. And uh, that's going to be very popular as we move out of this pandemic and into a comeback. So I've already been interviewed on that. I expect that I'll uh, have many more. I've got an interview coming out on Monday in in Investor Business Daily and radio stations. I'm sure I'll be on many more things because people want to talk about uh, comebacks and how do we bounce mm-hmm. back? How do we come back? So I've written on that, written on happiness, as they said, five yep. habits of happy people. That one you can get at my website. It's a little booklet. And, and then, um, in the, I wrote a book called feel good about life again, which is about, uh, overcoming depression, stress, worry, those sorts of Perfect. things. Yeah. And then uh, way back, I wrote some books on uh, leadership and on speaking in my earlier, earlier days of writing. But my more current stuff is the stuff I just mentioned. Okay. Uh, some of that, some of the earliest stuff is out of print because it literally was published like 20 years ago. So, um, uh, but but the comeback books and the uh, certainly the last two Turner setbacks and the comebacks and you got style are available. You can get them and um, and 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 again. I'd love for people to have them uh, and be able to read them. Then I have the weekly devotional that comes yep. out every Wednesday morning. You can receive an email on Wednesday morning with a, with a, with a little devotional for the day to just kind of for the week to get you kind of set on what your what your uh, 
what you're going to do, what you're thinking about, something to, to ponder or consider. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, uh, again, my messages come out every week as well on lightsource.com and okay. oneplace.com under what's called high impact living. Okay. So high impact living is the ministry. Then every Friday is the point of impact podcast. That comes wow. out every Friday. And uh, so <clears throat> lots of, lots of, and then I write articles. You know, I, I write articles for Fox News. I write articles for BeliefNet. So um, those articles that you can read also on my website are, are available there. So there's lots of creative content. <laughs> uh, wow, you just do so much. It's really yeah. <laughs> awesome to, to hear all the things you're in. And like, I think a lot of people are going to, be able to relate and be able to connect with you in some, some kind of capacity, whether it's with the devotional, with your books. I'm definitely going to get one of your books because I think just be able to, like, to read it. I love the way you converse and the way that you look at life. So I think that's a really great way to like be able to know how you tell your story. And I think like if you can have a conversation like this and be able to be positive and also to be charismatic through it, I think it's, it's probably a really great book that you've done a lot of that like, great work. <laughs> I, hope, I hope so. Yeah, I hope know? so. Totally. And then also being interviewed with people and then writing articles. So there's definitely many ways that people can connect with you in whether it's literature or uh, are you on social media at all for people to reach out? Oh, yeah, to yeah. Let's talk about that. Absolutely. I have a really big Twitter following for whatever reason. That's <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of wild. So I'm at Rick McDaniel, at Rick McDaniel for Twitter. Uh, On Instagram, it's Rick McDaniel 44, my old number, Rick McDaniel 44 (laughs) on Instagram. On on, uh, Facebook, it's Pastor Rick McDaniel. Okay. So uh, Pastor Rick McDaniel, um, Rick McDaniel 44, and at Rick McDaniel. And so those, yeah, those are the major social medias that I'm on. And I post... Uh, I post daily on on Twitter uh, and and Facebook and probably a few times a week on Instagram and uh, Instagram. I get a little more personal, share some some pictures and different things. Mm -hmm. And then on Twitter, every morning I've got some kind of inspirational thought or scripture or or something that I've done, written, spoken that you can reference to. So, uh, yeah. I love social media. I've really grown to see the value in it. And it's a great way to communicate, even as much as I communicate, it's (laughs) great to have a daily communication, right? So I, and man, I just, people really, I really like when they, they're they're helped by that. So uh, I I love to do that. Perfect. Well, Rick, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. And people are going to be able to reach out to you and be able to connect with you. I'm excited to see what kind of, impact that they do have through your um different mediums whether it's your written word your um devotionals or the podcast so that podcast he's on is called point of impact everyone please check it out if you're looking for a weekly inspiration or looking for just a positive mindset that's not just in the world but it's in a in a godly one and it is like very much so gospel filled i I think it's a really amazing one for people to check out and to uh, plug into, subscribe to it and leave them ratings because that's important for all of us podcasters. Yeah, yeah, Rick, we'll definitely have to have you back on later on. I know that you are going to be just blowing up in the best possible way with when we come out of this pandemic and people are going to be buying your book and being able to 
you know, just fully support you in all your endeavors. And I'm excited to share your stuff as well on our social platforms and to, yeah, just uh, looking forward to seeing what, what God leads you into next or maybe just continue to press in deeply within your own stuff you're doing right now. Yeah, thank you. It's great to be with you today, Steve, and I really enjoyed it.